Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Total 90 Premier League Podcast. This is your favorite time of the week. This is my favorite time of the week. And I am Nick Brown, Franny Brown from Franny Brown Town. Alexis Sanchez finally escapes Arsenal's clutches and becomes a Red Devil. Liverpool are the Robin Hood of the Premier League, taking points to the rich and giving them to the poor old Swansea. Marco Silva sacked by Watford and somehow Everton are being held responsible as well as Facebook's finest, all of the stories around the world, and we look ahead of week 25 of the Premier League season. And of course, I am never alone. I am joined by a man who I actually thought at one stage was going to be very chirpy coming in, Spurs drop points, and then Liverpool just do Liverpool things. Mickey Kennedy, how are we doing today? Uh, I'm okay. Um, it was just one of those days where it just didn't happen for us, and um, watching the game was very frustrating. But um, yeah, those results happen, and you got to move on, I guess. Did you did you half expect it? Because like you know, being being a fan of Liverpool, same with Tottenham, kind of you win the big games, you lose the games that you probably shouldn't. It's and, frustrating, and the yeah. cycle kind of continues, doesn't it? Yeah, it feels like it never ends, really. And um, you know. We were just looking again at the goals and um, and uh, just silly defensive errors. Kind of, you know, four guys going for one header in the in the box is is uh, something that you know grinds my gears. But oh well, well, we'll get to that when we come to the Liverpool game. But overall, there's been a lot of stuff happening this week, Nick. As you can see, Sanchez going to United after all. Mickey goes the other way. Uh, Mickey Tarion, of course. Um, <laughs> not, you, I, not you. <laughs> not me. Um, <laughs> Then that seems to be the major, major talking point. It's kind of let Liverpool slide under the radar a little bit. Definitely. I feel like the, the biggest uh, talking points have come off the field instead of on the field. I've just come back from a camp and that just seems to... Uh, I kind of missed most of the Premier League. I've had to do a lot of catching up, Mickey. But that's the, that's the commitment I do for this show. Camp Granada. Camp Granada, I came from it. Here I was. Uh, but the top story, Mickey, we need, it, we need to get into this as soon as possible. Alexis Sanchez goes to United. Straight swap deal. You've been, yep. the, you've been I think, the man who has said every week since the dawn of time that straight swap deals do not happen and here we are we've got a straight swapper alexis sanchez henry mikatarian going the other way uh, yeah, what, well, do we, what do we think of the deal overall well i think to be honest um and definitely listen to a couple of um arsenal supporters i wish wish i knew more like diehard arsenal supporters unfortunately yeah. we we probably we kind of both don't i've got i've got many. i've got one go-to guy and he, he i i went to him with this because you know anything every time arsenal lose a game i usually message him anyway but uh yep. ever since this happened he kind of said in his words he's kind of said good riddance to it but you know, I, I, you kind of feel like he's saying that with a heavy heart because he, as much as people will uh, slander him now, he has been a great servant to the club, you'd, you'd say. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Um, but, you know, it's just one of those transfers that it'd be very hard to forgive, you know. Like, for instance, like last week, um, Liverpool and Coutinho, um, him heading to Barcelona is, you know, it was a, a sad moment for us, but it's not as bitter as the pill they had to swallow Arsenal, you know, it's a, it's pretty much straight to one of your direct rivals, making them stronger, making yourselves weaker. But, you know, Mkhitaryan coming the other way. Now, I've said there's a couple of good possibilities in the in the way that, you know, for Mkhitaryan, this is kind of embarrassing. Do you, do you not think? Like, you're the, like, he, he didn't really want to make, like, originally want to make the switch, obviously. He, he was happy at United. He, he's been, he's had a bit of up and down form since he's come from Borussia Dortmund. Um, you know, this poor guy's been kind of, you know, used as a make weight with not really much of a choice, really. If he, it, it seems to that he didn't have much of a choice, you know, obviously they, they were pushing for the deal to go through, but, um, 
it'll be interesting to see how his form changes as he goes to Arsenal. Um, a lot of the Arsenal um, supporters that I've been listening to online and all that kind of stuff have a have a slight bit of optimism about this, and I can understand why. Um, you know, when players you know go through a situation like this, he's going to be giving um, you know everything and a little bit to to try and prove that um, he shouldn't be the player really that they sacrifice. Um, for United, it, it seems like the perfect deal. Really, they they get a guy that's probably taking you know hundred thousand off their a week off their books. Yep. Um, they're getting an upgrade, really, isn't it? But they're also tripling the wages of... Uh, they are for, tripling the oh, wages, At, at least. We've, we've, I've heard reports all the way up to 500,000 yeah, uh, well, euros. Yeah, well, I've, so. heard, I've heard up to 350,000 pounds yeah. non-tax. Exactly. It's, so that, that... And that goes up to 500,000. So um, it's a crazy, crazy deal. But, you know, the one thing about Manchester United is they've never lacked um, ambition. And they've never been afraid to throw the money around when it's due. You, you just look at who they've bought in the in the past three seasons, and you and you know they they paid eighty nine million pounds for Pogba to get him back when they let him go for free. Yeah, you know they bit the bullet with that one. They bought seventy five million pound uh, Lukaku. You think um, you know when they bought Martial, they they paid thirty five million pounds for a teenager, and they told they were crazy. Yeah, you know, that deal come off, and I, I think you know Sanchez coming to United now. Just oh, what a what a what a player, you know, world class player. Um, it'll be interesting to see how he starts, but um, you know, as I said, I don't think Arsenal have really lost as much as you know what at the start. They they, they seem like the real losers out of this, but you know, you sit back and you think they got Mkhitaryan, um, you know, and and they're going for um, Aubameyang from Borussia Dortmund as well, you know. So if he, if they get him in and and they've got Mickey coming in as well, you know. Is it a bad transfer window for Arsenal? Probably not. Well, yeah. Like, so you, you kind of. I need to unpack a lot of what you just said. Uh, Mikatarian definitely would be feeling like. I, I remember seeing something on the lines like you got to feel sorry for him. It's basically the football equivalent of an arranged marriage. Like he had. He really doesn't seem like he did have any kind of say going over yeah. to Arsenal. You're right. He will have something to prove here. I think Mikatarian was a player last season that he had probably he had an absolute stellar probably month or two yeah. before he got hurt again. To see about that spot, and, yeah. that scorpion kick goal and all that yeah, kind of stuff. Well, I remember he, he was just the absolute talk of the town. It just seemed like this guy's arrived. Everyone's saying Marine. Is a genius for kind of holding him off playing because that's at the start when he first went over, he wasn't getting much game time. Yep. And then they kind of said it was a genius move, kind of easing him into the Premier League. And then he kind of dropped off a bit. He, has, he hasn't really rekindled that form. I know a lot of Man United fans weren't being weren't happy with him at all. And you know, you kind of you get that, but when you're at a club like United, and I've seen a lot of people um you know talk about basically Sanchez is gone because you know, one, you get an upgrade and pay, of course, and that's yep. that's a huge that's a huge thing. You gotta understand that if you got if you got offered, you know, triple your pay to go work at a different place doing the same thing that you do, exactly you'd right. take it. You'd take it there and then, of course. And uh, the other thing is that Manchester are, and like we've, there's been a lot of debates online about this. Like uh, since this happened, Manchester uh, United, sorry, I was about to say Manchester City, Manchester United are the biggest club in England, and arguably, like are they? Lot, yeah, I don't think not at the moment. They're the biggest club, but yeah, across England, across the world, global, they are the biggest the club. Global kind of. Um, Vision of you know of the biggest clubs and they're, and they're definitely they're definitely up there with Madrid and Barcelona I guess yeah City are coming close you know a lot of people the people that say that he's going for trophies I I struggle a little bit more to believe that because okay um you know you could go to Man City who's definitely I think it's it's funny how we say that United are the biggest club in England but at the moment like as in 
the potential to win the most silverware is not at United. Of course, SSC. yeah, but that that's what happens. But United have proved that over the last you know fifty hundred years that <laughs> they yeah, they've just won true. trophy after trophy. That's what makes them the biggest club. They're the most recognisable club in England. They've got the most recognisable crest in England. Yeah, and uh, people they're un- unanimous with football. You know, yeah. with with this whole with the league, if people think of it, probably the first team they're going to think of is Manchester United. Yeah, exactly right. And uh, you think of fan base and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, um, they've got those original supporters, kind of like Liverpool. Liverpool's still like, like overseas. Support, yeah, support, and all that kind of definitely. stuff. Um, and you'd be surprised how much income does come from those kind of countries. Definitely, like the Malaysians and the Thailands, and even Australia. You know, Australia. You know, a lot. You find that most people now have at least have a, a little bit of knowledge about the game over in England, and and normally have a team. One thing I will say about Sanchez is another positive for United that he isn't cup tied in Europe. Um, okay, well, yeah, yeah. in Champions League. So I'm pretty sure he's right to play for them straight. Perfect. Um, Mkhitaryan, you know, he, he goes from a club that's sitting second and in Champions League to six and not, which is, you know, and that's another, you know, bit of a bummer for him. You know, he kind of slips out of that Champions League, you know, well, you know, they're all into the next round kind of thing. And I don't I don't even know what Arsenal's doing in the Europa League at the moment. I, I don't think anyone really cares, do they? Yeah, well, exactly. Once all once all the Champions League teams that have missed out go back into the Europa League, uh, it's going to be a very tough time for them. They they know yeah. that, like you know, their chances of winning the Europa League are now very thin and uh, very small. But the whole deal, I think, like it, it, you know, who knows? In a year's time, we might be looking at this deal and going, both clubs won out of this because Sanchez didn't want to be there, and like yeah. you know, they have, but there have been people. Uh, our teammates that have kind of come out and you know made a few yeah. sly remarks. Sanchez quoted that. Uh, well, like, supposedly him and um, Aaron Ramsey didn't get on very well either. And it, you know, it, it just says about the performance on the weekend that it, they almost look a bit more free. Yeah, it's it's a tough one. You, know, you can't judge a team after one game just because they lost a player. Um, they they might have had that kind of you know a bit of chip on their shoulder saying we don't need Sanchez. Uh, you know, they are only versing Palace. Like it wasn't it wasn't exactly like the biggest test a, in the world. A, but a Palace team, are looking Palace pretty team good. Team kind of in form. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and like, you know, we'll talk about the game a bit more in a second. But it's one of those things. I think that, uh, you know, Arsenal Arsenal right now kind of could be looking at the bright side here and going, we could put a lot of this wage to, as you said before, Aubameyang, who yeah. if, if they were to get him, if they're losing Walcott and, uh, and Sanchez, giving Aubameyang and Mkhitaryan... It's got a meeting in the middle, isn't a, it? That's a win, isn't it? But th- yeah. that being said, I don't know where Aubameyang lines up. With, is he lining up two up front with Lacazette or what's going on? That's, well, that's, you, you'd that's have a, to think so. Um don't, don't forget, Aubameyang and Mkhitaryan did play together at Brussels Dortmund. So, yep. you know, that's one friendship that they've probably already got and an understanding of how each other play. Um, now, we look at Lacazette. Uh, looks like Ozil's going to sign a new contract now. He looks okay. set to be gone. But um, he looks like... And Wilshere is too. Yeah, Wilshere's a really good one for them because he's somebody who... As long as, long as he stays fit. If he stays fit, he's... Yeah. Uh, he's and that's the question. No one ever, ever questions... Um, Wilshere's talent, you know what I mean? That that is never coming to question. He's a fantastic footballer, and he's starting to find that form that that made him one, you know, one of the most talked about footballers as a teenager. You, all you have to do is look at his game against Barcelona, yeah, um, in the Champions League to to know why you know everyone was raving about him at the time. Um, if they get these two signed, and then they just happen to pull off a Bamiang as well. You know, that front four and Wilshere behind is starting to look as good as any team, really, isn't it? Yeah, it does. It, it looks really different as well. It kind of it brings a new dynamic where I think that, like, you know, you look at a team like City and City, like, they're kind of their front four and that is a lot very pacey and very, yeah. very good. But this is kind of like a different kind of mix to it. And, like, Aubameyang, 
again, if he did come over, which we're still not sure. Like last week, I said he definitely wouldn't be. This week, I'm probably saying if I had to guess, 50, I'd, say, I'd say maybe 51, 49. If yeah. he probably had more chance of coming over. Well, he's the, he's the talk, and, you, and a lot of Arsenal supporters are very confident. Yeah, exactly. And it's, it's just like, surprising. Yeah, it is. It's very, it, there's it is been movement. Like they have inquired of Arsenal have officially bid, but. There's not as you know, not quite as much movement left. There's still 12, 13 days, but so there's plenty of time yeah. for the deal to go through. Last last question before we move on, Mickey. Yeah. Uh, you know, players have come out, kind of taken a few not shots at him, but uh, Thierry Henry came out and questioned to see if he was playing a hundred percent every game. Do you do you buy into that, or do you think that that's kind of media, like kind of that he's getting a bit of trial by media here, and he's getting a bit of a hard deal? Um, I think a lot of you. I think he did give 100% until probably recently. Yep. Um, Body language is a very hard thing to read. And sometimes um, players um, could be upset about a result and their body language almost shows them acting completely different than what's going on in their head. You know what I mean? So it's it's a very hard thing to say. Only Sanchez knows really. Yeah, of course. Um, I think... You know, a lot of those like Thierry Henry and, and guys like that would be upset that he's chosen to go United at Arsenal. You know, I know um, Thierry Henry left, but he went to Barcelona. You know, yeah, there's a yeah. difference. It's a difference between um, going, you know, across the other side of the, to Spain and then moving across the road to Manchester United kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, for sure. So, um, you know, you know, there's at times where he did look like he was, you know, maybe halfway out the door. And performance-wise, opposed, it looks like it too because he really did um, kind of not hit a slump, but he, he wasn't the Sanchez that, you know, made him a world beater. Yeah. Um, yeah, as I said, it's, it's very hard to say. Only he knows really. Um, but I will say, as I said before, Arsenal's performance on the weekend, I think they're going to be better off without him because, you know, Imagine having this saga going on in your change room and, um, you know, this guy floating around the club every day and, and, and trying to get out and, and pretty much make it pretty public that he doesn't want to be there. You know, it, it does cause a split, doesn't it? Yeah, I can just imagine him kind of walking around trying to just trying to leave the Emirates. He just keeps getting lost. He can't get out of the change rooms. <laughs> but um, we've got a lot to talk about, of course. We do, we, later we on, we will talk about other transfers. Uh, Walcott going Everton's big. We'll go across the grounds, of course. PSG, Leon had an absolute classic game. Real Madrid having a bit of a form slump. But Gareth Bale is uh, being reported to being offered a lot of money to go elsewhere. But we're going to talk about the Premier League, of course. Uh, Chelsea 4-0 over Brighton, Mickey. We are, you know, we've been talking about this. We kind of, Chelsea kind of a bit, you know, a bit formulaic in the sense. Some absolutely cracking goals. Uh, you know, Bashwai and Hazard involved and uh, Willian as well. Involved oh, in some absolute God. beauties. And uh, one, one of the better team goals of the season. There were a few really good team goals uh, this week. Yeah, and it was. And it started off with this one. I think, you know, the one-touch stuff is just so hard. Once it gets kind of like in that tick-for-tack kind of stuff, um, sometimes you just get caught looking and then I think the defenders just kind of got caught in that kind of um, state. Brighton, you know, Chelsea are just too good. Um, but the goal, yeah, it was just one of the best team goals you'll see and it was just an understanding of it, of, of the um, the area that his teammates were. Definitely Bashwise one at the end, just a little flick around the back yeah. to um, Willian and, and good finish by Willian too. Just decisive, you know, there wasn't any fancy stuff. He just put it in. Um, gave the keeper no chance, and and this was a positive four 0 win for Brighton. I mean for Chelsea, sorry. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely. It and was just a good victory. It's a, it's a big um, even like you know that little flick by Bastoy. It gives him a lot of confidence. There's a lot of rumours going around that he could be even on the market. People's- well, supposedly Borussia Dortmund are interested in Bastoy, yeah. which leaves the question. You know, if Chelsea, you know, were half, you know, came, which they've been um interested in Ed and Jacko in the last couple of days from Roma. Oh, okay. Um, the former Man City man. Yeah. Um. 
you know, why wouldn't you just kind of, you know, similar kind of deal to Mickey Sanchez, try to get the swap? But it'd be interesting to see what happens with all that. Um, yeah. I, I think the 4-0 scoreline was a bit uh, flattering for Chelsea. Uh, Brighton definitely had their chance to hit the bar at least, well, I think twice throughout the whole game. Yeah. Had, had their fair share of chances. And uh, it, it just is a... a a case of, you know, a team that has some genuine finishes in their squad and a team that kind of does it. Even though Chelsea are a bit, you know, there was no Murata playing. They had they were a bit under, not undermanned, but they're up front. They're not as, uh, I guess it's devastating. They don't have the cost. They, do do um, they don't have Costa. Do you reckon they were better without Murata? Um, well, the result says that. I, like, kind it's, of. it's very easy just to go four 0 win. They're better without Murata, but they're only they're versing Brighton. Yeah. Uh, when you got Hazard playing as well that he as as he was playing, like both of his goals are fantastic and. Uh, he he's something when he's up and going. I don't know if there's a better player in the league. Like you know, I always think that he's up there, probably the top three to five yeah. players. And is he better than Sanchez? Uh, it's interesting. There's a really good question. I think when they're both up and going, I think that they, uh, I think Hazard probably just clips him at the moment. Yeah. Uh, just uh, that'd be just personal opinion. He but- has a lot more um, better uh, traits about him too, as in like age and kind of you know, yeah, exactly that kind of stuff. It, it definitely pushes him in the favour against Sanchez. Uh, another one of those games for Brighton where you'd uh, just kind of throw away and kind of be like, you got to cop those results. you just got to try and bounce back. And they, they're in this weird position right now on the table where... They could go either way. Th- yeah, like they need to start getting some points. They're getting closer and closer to that relegation zone. And with, uh, with teams like Swansea, um, West Brom and uh, Southampton all getting points this week, there is going to be... Uh, you know, it's, it's a real surge to try and get rid of that, get out of that relegation it's, zone. It's so crazy, but because they're a game from 10th. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, like it's so like this is how close to the Premier League is going to be. Nick, can you remember? Um, like, I just seen it seems to get more and more tight every year. Definitely in that relegation fight. Like, how many times do you remember having ten teams in the battle? Exactly, well, and, and possibly eleven to be honest. Yeah, exactly. I, I, it's, it is crazy. It's one of those situations where, like, I look at that bottom part, and I the only team I think that is absolutely no chance of going is West Ham. I think they're they're an absolute safe bet. They're fine. They won't get relegated, of course. Uh, really? Even, even what? Yeah, I think they're fine. I, but they're uh, they're too they're too big of a club. They, I think, if backs were against the wall, that they would find points. They, they have been relegated before. They have, but I don't think that this the squad that they have now is is too good to get relegated. When you have a when you have a look at the teams in relegation zone right now but even you look at a team like Watford and we'll talk about Marco Silva in a little bit but you know their their form has been absolutely horrific and we we were praising them so hard for the first you know at least first half of the year and uh, they've just completely dropped off the face of the earth Arsenal Palace but Mickey wait just before we go on um I know we talked about Hazard a lot about this game and how well he played but a a little bit of a class act from Hazard as well after the game that I I thought I'd bring up Um, it was a young fan I'm pretty sure it was a Brighton fan actually who actually held a sign up for the 90 minutes saying Eden Hazard 10 can I have your shirt for the end of the game for Eden to actually go over to him and actually hand him the shirt so I just thought that was worth a mention and and it shows a little bit of uh, faith has been not not restored but you know shows that um, you know, there's still players giving back to you know the do, fans. Do you know what they do with their shirts every week? Do you think they like do they just give I, back I to think, the club? I think they'd have. I, I heard Chelsea at one stage were, were or Man United might have been there and they had a certain amount of shirts allocated because they okay. were losing a lot. But that was a couple of years ago. I heard that, but it'd be you know they'd probably keep them until they give them away. And 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 there's games in the season where they swap shirts. So yeah, of course. Because like if I if I had my shirt, I'd, I'd give my shirt away every week. Like if I if I knew that I had unlimited supply, I, I think I think they would. Like recommend that you didn't, because like, <laughs> but at, club, at, the, at the same time, but they, like they got the club shop right there that like, they could literally just go make another one. Yeah, exactly. in Ten seconds. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it'd be interesting to see what the policy is with theirs. Like probably 
avoid, you know, giving the shirt away. But, you know, for stuff like that, it's good to see that, um, you know, for one, he even noticed the sign because it was only on an A4 bit of paper. <laughs> <laughs> surely, surely the water boy pointed out to us. Yeah, but um, no, a class actor, I think. Yeah, you know that stuff like that. That kid's gonna remember that day for the rest of his life and have a shirt to prove it. So. Yeah, it's all it's all downhill from here for that kid. Uh, yeah. Arsenal four one <laughs> over Palace. Uh, they put the game to bed in twenty two minutes. Lacazette scoring, which uh, made you lose your bet. You said the Murata would score next out of Lacazette and Murata, but did I? Yeah, you said that last week. But uh, I, I didn't know, bet any money on that, did I? Nah, you put a hundred on. So no, I didn't. I'll take that. Uh, yeah, and it's, it again, didn't help that Murata yeah, didn't you, even you play. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't help, does it? Uh, yeah, it's one of those things where. Uh, you were saying before, we've already kind of touched on a little bit, but you know, you think they might have played a bit better without Sanchez. I think they, they had a point to prove. I think they came out here and they proved their point within the first bit. They could have probably piled on more goals. When you're 4-0 up against a team, uh, they're already defeated mentally. And uh, I think Palace was, it was all, all about damage control, of course. They got one back. Um, but you know, not not a hell of a lot to say about this game, Mickey. It's some really it imp- weird goals. It was an impressive twenty-two minutes, wasn't it? And, yeah. And a lot of the, some of those goals were kind of forced in, almost. Yeah. Um, a lot of them were in the six-yard box. Um, one Real's one was good. You know, he just wanted it more kind of thing, and they put past the sword pretty quickly. Um, Lacazette's goal was an, another team goal that was absolutely class. Ozil just. Should have been um, should have been saved. Probably should have been saved, but that was the finish. But the setup to have like yeah. a, have that shot was just um, just absolute class, really. And um, do you think you that do you think that Ozil thinks that he has more responsibility now that Sanchez is going to be that creator? Maybe, maybe he was always the creator anyway. But um, you know, a lot of the guys were saying that now that they, they started passing on the right side as well, they always went to the left where Sanchez was to to yeah. kind of be that guy. They're always looking for him. Um, now they kind of can play more around themselves. Um, you know, talks of Roby was playing played very well, and he, he people have been critical of him the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, but you know, it'll be interesting to see how Arsenal will go from now. Um, you know, they look more free this week. They look like they're playing as a team, and they enjoyed playing. So they got Swansea this week, and you know, it'd be interesting to see if they put them to the sword as well. Yeah, it's a couple of lovely little fixtures that they have have back to back just yeah. after the Sanchez deal. So they'd be very happy about that if they had a real tough game. Who knows how things could have gone? Uh, of course, they could have but been the same kind of deal. To be honest, like if they drop points against either of these teams, um, you know, the Sanchez is probably worse. To be yeah, honest. exactly. Yeah, if they draw one of the, if they draw next week, then everybody goes, oh, they're missing Sanchez kind of thing. But they put you know they went four one this week, and it all everything kind of seems hunky dory for them yeah. at the moment. Uh, Everton, West Brom, Mickey, uh, you know one all draw. I think you picked this uh, result exactly uh, last week, which is uh, yep. very upsetting because I picked a nil all draw. Uh, Rodriguez getting on the scoreboard, but uh, somebody who kind of hasn't performed as well as what he should be this season. It was kind of one of those signs we were kind of a bit excited for at the start, but uh, hasn't really performed. But finally getting on the board. Yeah, he's, he's, I think he's only got a couple goals or something this year. Um, but in saying that, West Brom will probably only got a couple goals. This year. <laughs> So, um, as a team, uh, it's a bit hard to blame him. But, you know, Everton were in a bit of trouble here. They scored in the seventh minute and um, were chasing the game. Theo Walcott comes on and and makes an impact almost immediately. First assist in 14 months. That's huge. 475 days, I think it was. Um, Big numbers. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Yes, um, with the goal. Uh, yes, yeah. He came on 56 seconds, the fastest goal off the bench this year. Wow, that's a pretty cool start, actually. Um, 
Handy, so, handy, you, handy, very. What handy. do you think of uh, the Theo Walcott signing? We'll talk about it now. Uh, it's it's a, uh, to me, it's fantastic. It like, makes perfect sense, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Uh, it's a it's a player. I don't know if you know. We, we've been talking about this a while. You've mentioned this a couple of times that you know. I wonder if Walcott would be looking at someone like Ox going to Liverpool and kind of yeah. thinking maybe I can. I sh- there's you know grass might be a bit greener on the other side and maybe I could you know revitalize my game. I don't know if he's fought that. Maybe he's had this on the on the cards for a while to get out of Arsenal, but yeah. he just seemed like an absolute no man's land over there. And uh, you know yeah, he, he, he will get game time nearly every week, if not every week. And well, he, get he's, that, time. he's that pace option too that they yes. never had. Um, Everton is so slow. Calvin Lewin they had a little bit, like, but yeah. he he's still a kid, you know. So he's learned the ropes. Um, you know, Walcott coming to thing as yeah, it just makes perfect sense. And you're right, you know, he's probably sitting. He was probably sitting at Arsenal, um, thinking, you know watching Oxen and a couple of others that were part of that English contingent, really, Arsenal kind of built built the core around it. Never, none of them really have made made it, I'd yeah. say, you know, and, and, and gone on. Like, I think Wilshire's probably got the best chance now and he's only just coming back. Yeah, so, exactly, yeah. Um, it's, you know, I was happy for Walcott to have this move. He's still going to a big club, Everton, you know, proud history and, and one of the big English clubs um, historically. Um. And I think it's a perfect fit for him. He can. I think he he liked playing up front at Arsenal. Obviously, wouldn't have got much chance. I think he's going to get a chance now. I think he's going to be a chance to be that option up front, and hopefully, he gets an inform ultimate team card. <laughs> I can put him straight up front, you know, with that pace. But yeah, you know, they'd be disappointed not to get the win. You know, Everton has been struggling to get wins of late. Um, Big Sam probably being a little bit too defensive, not too attacking. It might change now with Walcott in the team. Um, but yeah. One one all one all one one it doesn't all. yeah one one all um it, this this game probably doesn't really help any of the two teams I don't think nah definitely uh, not West Brom anyway nah not really I, the other thing I was kind of curious on was the other side that Everton put out no 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 Rooney no Gay um no Keane on this on the pitch I don't know if they they've got niggles or a little bit of injuries but yeah. that couple of them came off the bench but it was just interesting you know they had uh they had two uh, Tosin or uh, coming off uh, two, yeah Tosin, they're a new signing yeah new signing as, yep. as a striker I don't know if he's ready to be that upfront guy. I thought Rudy's probably a bit more. Um, you know, this is a game that they needed for it. Yeah. Uh, but it's also good to see Vlasic get a get a game, uh, you know, starting yep. as well, getting the whole game uh, coming off about seventy minutes in. Uh, kind of a young kid that we've been talking about a bit throughout the season. It was kind of one of his late signings for about nine million. Kind of one that everyone calls them the Wonder Kids. Like you know, they yeah, one about, of them. There's about uh, about forty five Wonder Kids that get signed every year, and and, uh, and about the three of them you, f- you ever hear of again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> of course. Uh, moving on, but Mickey, uh, yep. the fantastic result today. Uh, well, the next. Two results are fantastic. Uh, Swan- uh-huh. I made sure I made sure I put yours right under <laughs> Swansea one nil over Liverpool. Um, yeah, as I said at the start of the show, it's just like you know, beat the top teams, get the points to the bottom teams, and uh, the cycle continues with them. There's not really. Uh, I'm like I'm surprised, but I'm not at the same time because yeah, I'm- either am I. Yeah, <laughs> I had this ones. feeling at the start of the game, the first ten minutes. Um, we're fast starters generally, Liverpool. We, yeah. we really you know put teams on the back foot early. And we just kind of let Swansea settle. And um, as I was saying to you, I take nothing away from Swansea's performance. They were utterly fantastic. Um, even the pressure at the end, they kind of, you know, even though it was coming, they kind of held their own. Um, we were very unlucky not to score at least one, but that's football. And it just didn't happen for us today. And Swansea took their chance. I think they had a mere two shots on goal. Wow. Okay, um, Corius yeah. now is the number one as from the, all the rumours. Okay. Um, yeah. I struggled with, like, 
I might be just, you know, as a fan, I just struggle to think that, you know, he could probably could have done a little bit more. The ball was very very slow and it kind of just trickled past him. It was very hard. He was caught off balance, but I think, and um, he couldn't quite get his hand to it. But I think I'm being a little bit critical, but I still think he could have, you know, maybe done something more. Uh, we're, we're very critical on goalkeepers, but it's for good reason. They get paid so much money to do one job to stop goals from going in. And if, if a goal goes in that seems like they should have saved it, we're going to call them out on it. Same, yeah. same like every same, week, it seems like. Yeah, well, it seems like every time. Yeah, that's very true. But Liverpool kind of have that problem at the moment. Uh, it's one of those games, you know, um, they Liverpool definitely had their chances, especially I think there was the double chance in the 90th minute or something like that yeah. with Firmino and Lalana. Uh, both, both of them probably should have gone and one, one came off the post. Disappointing as well because uh, Firmino would have, you know, a couple of big goals. It would have been in a row kind of getting a big, uh, yep. very unlucky. And it was one of those things that you said that when the game's on the line, he wasn't Yeah, that, that was very unlucky. I can't, I'm not going to make, I'm not going to poke fun at him for that because it's, you know, something that comes off the bars just, you know, it's, yeah. it's a bit much. But uh, Lalana should have put his away as well, but I guess a bit off balance. Um, yeah, Swansea, I remember um, someone, you know, they came out after the game and said something along the lines of uh, Liverpool are a, an F1 uh, car, if you give them any space, if you give them their own lane, they're just going to run through you and cut you apart. But if you put them in a, <laughs> this is a quote, if you put them in four o'clock London traffic and give them no room to move, you can really, uh, you can jam them up and uh, cause a few problems. And that's what they did. They jammed you guys up. They didn't give you the space to run. And uh, as much as like the stats will tell you that Liverpool should have won 17-0, it, yeah, it didn't, it didn't seem, happen. It didn't like look that, that, no. it didn't look I think that we way. had a dominant last 15 minutes where the ball continuously come in and, and but we went um, a lot more aerial in that in that last ten minutes, fifteen minutes, and um, you know it was interesting to see that you know this is a classic um, game where Phil Coutinho would come and make something out of nothing. Yeah, and I think we missed that today or t- yeah, this morning for us in Australia. Yeah. Um, we we really did miss that one bit of um, magic out of nothing where you know right what. Um, was that the coach, uh, manager? Um, yeah, that Swansea? was that was, was Carlos Carvajal. Yeah, Carvajal. Um, you know, normally what happens, and it's what's happened before, is we get that bit of magic from you know Phil or someone else, and sometimes we do pull a goal out of nowhere, but sometimes we don't. But the thing is, once we get the one, it, it changes the whole concept of yeah. the game, and this is where, and then that's what happens. We get a lane, and yeah. as as um, going off that analogy, you know, we get a lane and, and we score two or three more. So. You know, until we get that first goal, a lot of the times um, I've noticed that we have found it hard to break down teams that have, you know, just been obviously defensive. And um, I don't know what Jurgen Klopp and, and the lads are going to think about, but um, maybe they're going to start thinking about a different maybe game plan for, for these teams that, you know, obviously are going to play defensive. You know, there's a good seven or eight teams that will pretty much undoubtedly just put five at the back. Yeah, exactly. If you give them that goal, then they, they have every reason to go into halftime, especially scoring in the 40th minute. They hold it off to halftime. And I can imagine the uh, what the speech would have been like at halftime. God, just put everyone behind yeah. the ball. Let's just try and hold on to yeah. this win. And, and it was pretty much, that was pretty much the speech before the first Yeah, half. well, and that's exactly what they should have done. Like, there's nothing. People complaining, oh, they parked the bus. It's like, well, sorry, they need every point that they can get. Unfortunately, uh, people, you know, that, that kind of have that, you know, perception of, you know, that's not the way you play. We're, we're talking about professional sportsmen that they're going to do anything to win. And if this is their best chance of winning, yep. then this is the way they're going to play. And as a, as a supporter of one of the teams that, you know, probably go for one of the, go for the league and go for a top four, I completely understand it. It's frustrating for us as a team trying to go forward. Yeah. But I completely understand where they're coming from. And the fact that they were able to get out of this game with three points 
no goals conceded against, you know, three of the dangerous, most dangerous forwards in the league at the moment. Yep. Um, is an absolute credit. And unfortunately for us, we're just going to lick our wounds and, and kind of move on, I think. Yeah, uh, just simple, like, you one know, of those this, days. this is one of those ones where 10 weeks ago, Salah would have popped up and, and kind of created something out of nothing, which he has it, done a yeah, few times. Yeah, he almost season. did. Well, yeah, last night. he had a couple of moments and uh, unfortunately just didn't work out. One, uh, one thing I will say to, um, you know, answers about our defence were raised again. Um, if anyone watches the replay of the goal, watch the four Liverpool players all go for the same header. Yeah. Um, opens up a play for Swansea and eventually leads to the goal. Um, Van Dijk does get the head away, but it wasn't a great one. But it's just kind of that defending again. It's it's just not doing us any favours. And, um, you know, do we, we – we just bought a £75 million pound defender and, we, and we've done that again. Do we start looking at how the manager is managing that defence? Maybe, yeah. It's like, and it's only, I guess, like, you know, a lot of people like to go to the manager straight away. And I always kind of think that when you're on the field and when you're in that split second decision, it's there's only so much you can put on the manager. A lot of it has to be, you know, put on the players. It's not, the manager's not telling four people to go to that ball. It's some kind of miscommunication. Yeah. And I think a lot of players do get, I guess, not hungry, but they, they ball watch and they, they'll, they'll look at the ball and they'll, they'll kind of lose their man. It was weird that four players were going to the one Swansea player. It's very strange. It, was, it wasn't, it, yeah, well, it they was all a good ball the in. on the ball, weren't they? It was a good ball in, but it wasn't amazing. It wasn't no, like the it absolute, wasn't. wasn't the beal. It wasn't like um, Nacho Monreal's header that was like just and straight the, up in and front. And the worst part was even when the, the header did go away from, and Van Dyke was the one who got it, um, it wasn't a great header. Well, that, that happens sometimes in, you know, yeah, in, in English football, definitely around this time of year with the ball, you know, getting wet and, and the conditions. We still had time to defend, you know. Yeah, it, yeah. it bounced off the knee of, um, I can't remember which player it was, and then it went to Morrison who kicked the goal. So, you know, even then it was we got caught flat-footed on that second the second attempt. So you know, there's stuff to work on, but you know, sometimes you just got to take these ones on the chin and move on. Yeah, just like the next game, uh, sort of Southampton <laughs> Spurs are uh, one all. This is a game that Spurs usually win about seventeen nil every game, but uh, not to be. Spurs are winning two nil on uh, how many goals we scored? Just one went in the wrong net. Uh, Sanchez with a beautiful strike uh, to open it up. So I would imagine he said Hugh, he doesn't play for. Imagine Hugo Lloris just seeing that ball go past and just thinking, "There's nothing I could do." There yeah, is absolutely, no, absolutely nothing. nothing. Like, even Davis and Sanchez, like, yeah, I think how unlucky that is. Yeah. To it was no. a per- it was a perfect strike if he was on the other end like it would have been absolutely everyone would be going that's unbelievable like to squeeze that through that gap. Um, Nick, so yes, I was listening to another station today and okay. the question come up that has Pochettino taken this team as far as he can? It's an interesting one. Um, the only thing I would say to that is you know it's very hard to say it when. When you've got players like such a good quality of players, you've got someone like Kane, you've got someone like Son, uh, Ericsson didn't play again. Um, you've got Ali, you've got a really, co- you've got a high quality defense. You've got Dyer, who is. When, when it comes to you, you, have, a, you to have a England, great starting eleven. Yes. I think we both agree on that. But who you got on the bench? That's that's where things. And go this is a bit where weird. like games like this where, um, say for instance Liverpool, we put on Lalana today. Yep. You know, um, we've got a couple of other players that come on. You know, even Danny Ings is coming back to fitness. He's another little option. He looked too bad today. Um, he hasn't played football in a long time, which is good to see him back. But, you know, you really are thin on the bench side of things. And, and no one's doubting your starting 11 is, is, is all time. You know, you've got some really good players there. Yeah. But, um, you know, you've got no reserve. You know, if anyone figures out your starting 11, what are you guys going to do to, to um, you know, yeah. better yourselves and give yourselves another chance to win the game? It's a very, it's very yeah, good call it's very because... 
the only the problem we, we've talked about this before, and it always seems to be with that big with Tottenham is like why would why would somebody come over to Spurs to play on the bench when you know that you could be earning double to play on the bench at another club? No, Spurs the wage because of the wage bill and how we all how it's all structured. There's no one who's gonna be who's gonna to want to come over and play on the bench unless they're getting paid pretty decent well, it, coin. It's like Lorente, I guess. Like Lorente wouldn't get paid much. Um, no, I don't think like, so. Yeah, Lamella came off the bench, but he's still yeah struggling with his coke addiction. <laughs> so we don't know. But like yeah, Ericsson out, and you're right. Like once injuries happen, we're very thin, and we don't have much to support it. Like I still don't know why Ori is playing over Trippier. Trippier should be starting. I like. I, is he injured? No, he's, he was on the bench. He was on the bench. He came on. So, like, yeah, you know, I, I think that he's a much better player. But you're right. Like, you know, um, you're saying before, when Yama coming on the field, it's just like, it's a he's a great player, but he's a great starting player. He's, he should be, he should be on instead of Sissoko. Why? So how Sissoko was getting a, a who, starting? Who did Yama come on for again? Uh, when Yama would have come on for Dembele. Uh, yeah, which is interesting. When you guys, you know, obviously you guys are playing for the win. Um, but Wanyama to come on for Dembele is a bit interesting. Well, yeah, Wanyama should be starting realistically. Like Wanyama, like a year last season, Wanyama was and Dembele to me was the best centre mid partnership in the league. Just about like besides you know Kante, Kante yeah, but Kante yeah. and anyone because Kante was just unbelievable, oh, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah, so like, he's kind of fallen away a little bit. This yeah, year, I, I just he's fallen life. out of fashion a bit. Um, yeah, you know, since uh, he's like Mara's here before. Exactly. Yeah, and it's it's unfortunate because I don't know. Like you know, there's been reports saying that people are after Suzuki. Just get rid of him. Like. I like he's okay on his day, but his day is about once or twice a year, and it's just not enough. He's not enough for at the standard of Spurs at the moment. He, he floats through game like he is. You know, what I mean, he kind of just isn't there. Yeah, and every time he gets near the ball, it's just kind of like just get rid of it. Please just hit a pass. Like you know, he's one of those. He's he's a yeah. he's a hazard. He's a he's he's an Eden Hazard to have liability. On the team. Yeah, he's a liability. He's not an, he's not as good as Eden Hazard. So where does he go from here? So you say Tottenham do get rid of him. What club would want to play like that? Go go back to France. Go, just send him to a French club. Go go back to his hometown. Yeah. I don't know. There's not. I've I've heard reports that some teams are interested in him, but why? I, that's what I I have no idea. And but apparently we can get a, about the same because of inflation since we have bought him. Apparently he might be worth about 20 to 30 million which is what we got him for so it, like i guess if you could get 25 mil for a guy like who hasn't contributed fuck all for the club then you know why not get, get rid of the guy but we need someone to back him up that's the thing like there's no point in getting rid of someone and then not bringing out someone else onto the books yeah so like, unless we make a move on anyone which you know i love i love the january transfer window for teams like spurs and that because we're, we're gonna uh, according to like the rumor mills we're gonna buy about the whole fucking world like <laughs> ronaldo's yeah, coming over, ronaldo's coming over to spurs according to the uh to the rumors like gareth bale coming over like they always say it, that comes up every year mm. Bale wants to come back to Spurs like he's not he's not how are you going to fit him Form onto the fucking wages yeah. <laughs> anyway Mickey, we will move on uh, Burnley Man United uh, Martial he's done this a few times this season uh, I, I always you know we say this a lot and the best kind of players and like players that you really want in your club are the ones who are going to break the deadlock and who are going to win games for you. Martial's done that at least three times this season. Has done it on his own boot when United have won one nil. Uh, great assist from Lukaku. He's had about five assists this season, so he yep. has he he is actually contributing a lot more than what maybe people give him credit for. I know like you know he's very easy to hate, but and he does a lot of stupid things as well. But like he does do a few nice things. Uh, fantastic finish. Uh, a much needed win for United and Burnley. Probably maybe a little bit unlucky. Yeah, well, you know, they've had a couple of games like this, Burnley. Um, I know you could just say Liverpool about three weeks ago, and, and they were a bit un, well, really unlucky there. But you know, they'll they a bit unlucky this week as well. Um, you know, United get the points they need. They kind of probably got the six point gap against Liverpool now, and, and they probably made themselves pretty safe um, in the in the top four at the moment. Um, yeah, for sure. There's still a while off, City, obviously. 
and obviously with the boost of Sanchez coming this week, um, things are looking up for them. I think they're they're solid as it is, um, but I think United. This is just a kind of stock standard win. Um, as you said, Martial he, he scores again when he need to. Um, kind of what you're looking for Firmino to do more. Yeah, definitely. That this, um, this is what the great this is what great players do, and uh, a lot of players need to do this. And a lot of players have this part missing. Martial, the only problem is he only seems to score when he really needs. He doesn't score in open play when they, yeah. he doesn't like to pile on on teams as much. <laughs> um, yeah, it's kind of like the opposite of Liverpool, really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, where does Martial go from here now? But because obviously the the arrival of Sanchez. You know, they could be talking of a front three. Probably he will go out on on the wide on the wide front, I guess, and, and Lukaku or Sanchez. Oh, I can't see Lukaku not being in the middle. Um, you know, Sanchez has got to play. So it'll be interesting to see what happens, whether he wants a, a centre forward position or, or, or he's happy to go on the wing. Um, who's the unlucky one? Because you'd say Rashford's probably going to be floating in between the two, the wingers. And then mm. um, obviously what? Juan Mata, he's not a winger, so, you know. Yeah, he did play kind of up on on, on the right this yeah, week, which is very but strange. He's been in there the last couple of weeks, and he, he's not a winger. He's not quick enough for one, and we interested to see what happens with him in the summer. Um, but, yeah, so we interested to see the impact of Martial coming up, you know, with Sanchez's arrival. You know, Sanchez, Sanchez's arrival, sorry, might rustle a few feathers because, you know, these, these three guys have been, you know, fighting it out for the – they're all centre forwards, really, Rashford. Lukaku, Martial, and they're yeah. not fighting it out, but, you know, they, they kind of find their way. And Mourinho swapped it around a little bit and all this stuff. And now you've got this guy comes in, um, the highest paid player in the league. Yep. Um, it'll be interesting to see these guys' reactions and if they even want him here at the moment. Well, of course they want him at the club because they obviously make them better, but for their own careers as such... It'd be interesting to see what happens from here. Yeah, it's always it's always interesting to see if it does play into the back of people's minds or how much, how unnoticeable it is. Uh, you know, you also got players like Lingard, who is uh, who's yeah. Been I, on forgot about, I forgot about Lingard, but, and completely. like he's gonna have to play behind is nearly like. Yeah. But can they play three up front and then Lingard behind? Is that two attacking? Like, yeah, you got Madich and Pogba as yeah, well, gonna who, say, who are going to be getting games every week. Yeah. And then you're gonna ha- someone's gonna have to miss out out of Martial and Martial and Rashford. You'd think it's gonna be Lukaku. Does Rashford look two. to go and loan somewhere? Maybe. Oh, is how much? How much would he be worth? But do I, on the wage on the wage bill? Oh, he wouldn't be on as much as you think. He'd probably be on maybe eighty thousand, ninety thousand. Maybe yeah, that's true. Yeah, maybe maybe he is. But I don't think I don't think that wouldn't be someone willing. like Newcastle would love to just oh, wrap him up for shoot, for six months. Imagine that. Oh, that'd be that'd be about put him up front. That'd be about and as give him good. vocal. You know, you got John Joe Shelby in that behind him. You know, he can play a pass. And um, you know, if he just put a couple of and even from the goal they scored on the weekend, which we'll get on to in a second, but. You know, there's opportunity there for him to, to for Rashford to play at a big club. You know, I mean, there's yeah. a very big club in Newcastle. It would be it'd be just about as big as yeah. signing of uh, Santiago Muguez, Muguez <laughs> <laughs> uh, signing up. It, Real Madrid next year. It, for yeah. it like I don't know. I, I feel like Rashford's something that uh, is almost like a pet project from United. Like they they really it, like to push it, him. I feel like it's you know each time one of these big players comes to United, it, it becomes more of a. Um, you can just see what's happening with you know the young players that get dragged out and, and further and further down the pecking order, and then find themselves almost in football wilderness. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, find themselves a new club at a middle table team, and then 
it just never eventuates. It happens so many times with, with young players that show promise. And instead of growing at the club they're at, they find themselves shipped off and then they'll come back and then you shift off, shipped off again. And then before you know it, they're 25, they've been to four clubs and yeah, yeah they're left wondering what's it, going on. It's, it is one of those weird ones where like any, nearly any club in the league would love to have Martial, Rashford and Lingard. And now all of a sudden they're one of, at least one of those uh, jobs are being threatened or at least they're starting oh, I reckon all three of them would be. Yeah, and like, in, uh, oh, probably less is probably Martial. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it's just a very, uh, it's a very strange. I'm, I'm really interested to see how it all works. But United getting the wins, fantastic. We'll move on. But Mickey, get through yep. these games. Uh, Leicester two 0 over Watford. The two big guns scoring. Uh, Maris is looking, you know, again looking really good. Uh, Vardy puts away a lovely penalty. He's very good. Uh, he's he's someone who like. He's very good at uh, reading where the goalkeeper's going. He's very good at making those last-minute decisions. I don't know if he does know exactly where he's going. I know for someone like Harry Kane, every time he does a penalty, he knows basically every time where he's going to go. Yeah. But uh, Vardy seems like he makes a split decision at the end, and he's very good at faking out the goalkeeper with his he, eyes. He's very good at uh, making these decisions and then going with it fully. He never hesitates, I think, mm. is, the, is the other thing too. He, he just makes his decision um, and... and Bang that you know, I mean, he doesn't think twice about it. Where some players, yeah, as I said, hesitate, and and goalkeepers notice that it's you know a thing. Interesting fact about um, Jamie Vardy, he's won his thirteenth Premier League uh, penalty since the start of two thousand fourteen fifteen season. Yep. Um, no other player has won as many penalties in that time. He oh penalties that he's actually won. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah, this one was definitely there. <laughs> this one, yeah, definitely. This one good. was absolutely horrific. The tackle, uh, nowhere near the ball. Um, every every part of it was a penalty. But yeah, uh, that's an interesting start. You know, he's somebody who I, I wouldn't pick for. You know, I'd definitely pick someone like a Zaha or you know Richard, I think Richarlson. I think he's another there. one too. It goes back to what I said about him being decisive because he's semi see what he's going to do. You know, yeah, what I mean, yeah. there's no doubt about it. So they, a lot of the players do lunge out for the challenge, but. The one thing they don't realise is how quick he is. And well, they do realise that obviously, but he gets that probably that half a touch on the ball. Yeah. And when the slide tackle comes in, they get nothing but leg and obviously it's always a penalty. So and and a lot of the time with, with Vardy Terry, he does go down and it looks really bad every time he goes down. Like, yeah. not obviously not looking injured, but when you you see the replay of the weekend and he really does do the flip and in it and it and from any angle, it looks like a, a clear penalty. Yeah, he has, and he hasn't been called out too much into question into about diving. diving. Yeah. Uh, like I don't been... think he dives really, and that's the thing too. When you keep your reputation like that, like say the opposite would be Sterling. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, or Richard, who won a penalty? Yeah. Or who won a penalty on the weekend? Yeah. And Richardson wins his fair share as well. Um, you know, it's believable when he goes down. Yeah, for sure, and it's it is um like I do remember Vardy last year getting a bit frustrated and kind of going down a little bit when Leicester weren't going so well. But uh, I think that was a very brief moment. I think it was someone who'd kind of want to focus back on you know, kind of not earning like you know. When, when you're in the box and like someone goes in for a tackle, every striker in the back of their mind's kind of going, I kind of, I hope you clip me and I can go yeah. down. Like everybody. They, they, they half um, wait for the challenge now and wait to feel any kind of contact yeah. before and they go Because they're there. wired for it. That's what they're wired to do. They want to win. As you yeah. say, they're doing anything they can to win. And if they can win a penalty that way, they're going to do it. Yeah. But uh, again, Watford, you know, we might as well, t- will we talk about silver now or a bit later? Because we've, we've uh, it's just a, you know. We might as well bring him up now. Yeah. I, I think. The guy that we, we, we tapped up this year to be, you know, a star. Um, was a star for about the first 15 weeks. <laughs> um, 
Nick, you, you've been hearing stuff that maybe Everton, you know, the, the Everton job and that was free and he was an option that maybe he lost his, you know, concentration and that could have been the start of the end. Yeah, it's it's a very weird kind of uh, situation where they've kind of, I don't know how this is how this has actually happened because from from all reports is as soon as the Everton showed interest is where the slump has really happened. And it's not just been um, just Marco Silva and their results, it's been players as well who have been slumping a big time. Like Richardson. Like Richardson, uh, who's come out and did a big old tweet about well, he, he was, I think he was one of Marco Silva's signings as well. Yeah, and it's 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 upsetting. You know, Marco Silva, like you look at someone like that, how many times does he have to get sacked before, or, you know, move job and that before it starts to hurt his reputation? Because people are saying it's not going to affect him at all. He's got, Which he's I struggle to, to believe. Yeah, I, I think it I think it has to. Like, you know, you, it has to affect him in some degree. Does he get another Premier League job, do you reckon? Uh, Rumours are saying already that Southampton are looking, are looking into him uh, already, trying to, trying to offload... Uh, at the moment and trying to get their own guy, um, trying to get Marco Silva in. So it's very uh, interesting. Pellegrini could be off on the on the chopping block. Yep. Uh, I don't know how legitimate that is, but that's the early rumours that are coming out. He'll have no problem finding another job. because nah, not, he's, not he's, next one anyway. He's in demand, he's young, he's hungry. And I, I don't know, but I don't know how many times he has to like, you know, get sacked or fail at a, at a job to uh, before people start calling him out and start being like, he's been not a bullshit artist, but kind of he might not be as good as what people think because we've do, been praising him. Do you think um, Watford's second and sacking their manager. Uh, we all talk about the new manager effect kind of thing. Yep. Um, before they get into the real trouble of the relegation fight, you know, hoping that maybe the new manager that comes in gives them that spark before they're, they're so deep in trouble that they're, they're crawling their way out. Because, you know, you just look at Stoke, who had a win on the weekend, and, and um, Swansea's new manager, Carver Hall. Um, West Brom got a new manager, um, you know, uh, same with Crystal Palace. Yeah. Um, Everton, West Ham. You know, the, a lot of sackings. Yeah, there's a lot of lot, lot of sackings, and it's kind of like the yearly thing. Yeah, you know, when they all go down, we talked about it the other week. Um, see, I just, I just can't help but think that maybe they go, maybe we're on a downhill spiral now, and let's just get rid of the manager before we're in real trouble, and hopefully that new, um, that new surge of energy that comes in from the new manager will get us completely into the safety zone. Yeah, potentially. Uh, like they've only they've picked up five points from their last ten games. There's seven losses in there. Uh, they really have forward completely off the off the air deep end. What do you reckon it is? Results. It's. Do you reckon it's that? I, it's very hard. Like I, it's, I just find it very funny that they're blaming Everton for us something yeah, like that for a job he didn't even get. Yeah, for something like and maybe he wanted it. And maybe they wouldn't let him go or something. Something happened, but it just seems like it'd be very. Um, it'd be very almost childish for him to kind of. Or like kind of go so far downhill and be like, yo. Obviously, if he's been sacked and his form's gone downhill, it's probably because he hasn't really given too much of a shit since. Yes. And I, I think that it's very hard un- to know without being around the club. To yeah, know that. it'd be very unprofessional if that's how he's going about it. And mm. I, I don't think that would doesn't be- warrant him any other job, does well, it? That, yeah, it wouldn't look too good on his resume, would it? Like no. it's it's a very strange situation. He's gone now. Um, it's going to be interesting to see like where he does go. I think I think he'll be signed pretty quickly. I know, honestly, I, I he could be the, he could be the uh, last day. Of the January transfer window signing. <laughs> Sorry, but that'd be that'd be good. Have a manager transfer window. That's that's the next uh, evolution in the Premier League. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it's upsetting for them. They lose a, they lose to uh, Leicester and they kind of they continue on their merry way. Hopefully they they're, they're still mid table at the moment. Watford. It just shows how good of a start of the season that they did have. And uh, it's going to be one of those situations where. They'll they'll kick along. They'll win a couple of games when they get the new manager, and then um, they'll probably just drop off and end in the similar position that they are now. Yep. Oh, fair enough. All right. Well, I guess we better move through these games quickly. Yes. Um, the last three. Um, Man City versus Newcastle. Pretty 
straightforward result. Aguero scores another hat trick. Yes, uh, I think it's around his fifteenth or sixteenth, maybe yeah. something stupid. It's fantastic, isn't it? We've got to love Aguero. Like he's been so good for the uh, for the Premier League as well as as well yeah. as Manchester City. Uh, just a just a superstar. Like, absolutely, he's an absolute superstar. And again, like yeah, I say players. You know, I say Martial scoring one goal, winning the game. That when you score all three goals in a three-one win, like you are the reason the team's won. <laughs> yeah, well, and Leroy Sane. Yeah, yeah well, it's not it's not too difficult assist. when you have got the plates, uh, the platters being put up like yep. Sane's putting up for him. Uh, it's unreal. Murphy's goal for Newcastle, but what a pass! Yes, and and, and cool, reflected chip. Yep, gave Newcastle a little bit of hope, but obviously that was ended. Ten minutes after, pretty much, with the um, with the, goal, the last goal of the Guerrero. Yeah. Um. You know, Man City back to winning ways. Um. Not super impressive, but enough, but enough to get the job done. You know, well, you're pretty good when you a three three one win is uh not super impressive. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But you know, they got West Brom this week, and they they shouldn't be forward again with that. Um, we'll go to West Ham, Bournemouth, one all. Um, both both teams would be a bit shitty at this because they both could yeah. have like really taken themselves out of that area. Um, you know, West Ham win and they go. They, well, it's a six pointer, isn't it? Yeah. Well, West Ham win and they go up to uh, Everton, uh, same amount of points as Everton, and uh, and the game's back on. Like, yeah, I think we're we're two uh, Everton are only two points above uh, West Ham for the fifty dollar bet that we have. I have, oh, yeah. I have Everton. You have West Ham, of course. And uh, it's yeah, it, it could have been big for them. Born for born for saying they're not exactly looking too uh, crash hot this season. They've had a very very poor start, and they really haven't got out of second gear, unfortunately. And uh, yeah, I, I think that both teams will be kind of like going. Especially after Fraser scores scores in the seventieth minute, and then three, nice goal too. Yeah, three, hard three minutes it. later, it was very hard for um for a keeper to stop that. With that yeah, and amount of power, and the uh, and two minutes later, Chikorito scoring. Chikorito hasn't scored in a while, so that's good for him. Chikorito has never scored outside of the box. Yep, yeah, it's very it's about forty three goals. I think he scored in the Premier League. It's uh, it's shows, a poacher, classic poacher, as I said. Oh, I love Chikorito. He's a fantastic player. Um, not really much else to say about that. Stoke Huddlesfield to finish off. Um, Shakiri having a few chances, but it ended up being the uh, the assist to do off um, to do off deal. Can't fucking speak. <laughs> that was uh, seems to be the. Uh, uh, the thing that everybody's talking about, fantastic backflip. Well, and um, the, the Chelsea had linked with Peter Crouch during this week. Pardon? Was that so? Chelsea oh. would link with Peter Crouch. Yes, actually, yeah, that's a big one as well, isn't it? Oh, could you oh, imagine? imagine. I don't remember, know, when we, um, remember when we uh, were laughing literally two weeks ago about that guy from Manchester United saying that they yeah. should get Peter Crouch, and then like a week later, Chelsea, Chelsea. Inter- interested in Peter Crouch. I thought, I've heard Chelsea Jesus with Christ. Andy Carroll as well. It's yep. uh, it's Ed and Jacko. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, Ed and Jacko at least would be a good signing. Like, yeah, I, I think too. Yeah. That'd be one of the better signings that they could do. But uh, yeah, two new win for Stoke Huddersfield. Um, again, both teams look like you know. Put it this way: Stoke are a point behind Huddersfield. I know who's going to finish above who at the end of the season, and it's it's going to be Stoke. Stoke are going to finish above Huddersfield. And Huddersfield are very quickly getting dragged into this fight, deep yeah. into the fight, aren't they? Well, look, look at all the teams around. It's them. a long season; they're struggling. Yeah, yeah. look at all the teams around them. Who's going to finish below them? Who do you really think? Out of all these teams, who do you like? Who can you guarantee or with any confidence say that could finish below them? I, there is still a big chance that they finish bottom of the table. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Only only four points from it. Um, it, it. It'd be interesting to see. Um, what you know, we made our predictions at the start of the season. Um, a lot of our predictions seemed 
absolutely crazy midway through the season, yeah. but it, it might just even out. It has that. Well, yeah, like, again, Huddlesfield, there are a few losses away from bottom. We both put them bottom of the table. Um, you know, Burnley are probably still the only ones that are kind of still sticking around, but they're dropped off a little bit. Um, you know, Leicester obviously taking over them. Uh, Burnley for top six uh, is not going to be a thing, unfortunately, this season. Next season's always a big chance. But, uh, yeah, it, it's it's going to be a, it's going to be a fantastic race for the relegation. And that's yeah. going to be... That's gonna yeah, be, it will be. Uh, we'll go down to last day, top, I top four, whoever gets there, and relegation is going to be the two big battles to be look at, I think. be interested to see, um, before the next show, we'll try and look up the last round. Oh, the last week of the Who's Playing Who. Yeah. I could look it up, right? I could look it up over the break, actually, if we get a chance. Yep. But uh, uh, we will take a break, but Mickey, uh, we will. we'll come back. Facebook's fine. We're going to talk a bit more about uh, some other transfers that have happened. We're going to go across the uh, across the globe. Which we don't do very Europe. often. Yeah, of course. Yeah, across the globe, see what has been happening. And uh, yeah, we're going to take a look at what's happening in the FA Cup and week 25 of the Premier League season. And we're back with uh, Facebook's finest, where we enjoy the uh, the comments and 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 other things on the internet. <laughs> I forgot what to say. That's okay. It's, uh, help me out here, Nick. Help yeah, me well, out. Mickey, I've I've been. I've been I, away. I literally had a mind blank then. I knew exactly what I wanted to say, <laughs> and it just didn't work. I've for been me. I've been but, away on camp, so I don't have as many. Usually, I'm usually on Facebook finest king at the moment. But uh, yeah, being away kind of restricts with no wi-fi as well so i've been out, i've been in the wilderness basically for all weekend so it's been tough for me mickey do you want to take us uh do you want to take us in i'm going to start by having a dig at my own club oh i love i love it we do it all the time actually so yeah so well, i'm not really having a dig but um arsenal fan tv causes a, a, a lot of my laughs uh, yes, during of the week um one of the obviously one of the guys was interviewed and he said that they'd been to the biggest the Sanchez deal. He was going to the biggest club in England where yep. one of the other guys said he wasn't. You know yes. who, who he thought the biggest club in England was? Liverpool. Close. We're close. We're close to the biggest club. Is that what they said, Bob? Yeah, that's yeah, what they said. Yeah, Ty. Uh, if anybody doesn't know what uh, who Ty is, Ty is the guy the in The only man who's winging in. Yeah, uh, he's Wenger in, and he also wears a Arsenal beanie, Arsenal gloves. He has an Arsenal, Arsenal water headphones. Bo- Arsenal headphones has an Arsenal water bottle. Wears an Arsenal shirt and a blazer. He is like the the most the fullest kid of kiddest wanker of all time. I think that, and uh, it's like it's a fair. He's not actually a wanker. That's just a saying. Yeah, <laughs> we don't know. I've got uh, what I've only got a couple, Mickey, but I'm gonna I'm gonna round them off for you straight away because that's the kind of guy I am. They were the rumors have been coming around, swirling a little bit about uh Real. Madrid reporting to uh, make a $200 million bid for Harry Kane. Yeah. Um, not really surprising if they do put the bid in because if anyone's going to get Harry Kane, they're going to probably have to break the world record to uh, get him. Uh, but some of the comments were very interesting. I, uh, I saw this one comes from Wee Scotty. Now, anyone who's named Wee, W-E-E, is already a bit skeptical in my book, and I don't really know if I'm going to have to trust his opinion, but you're going to have to yep. tell me if this is any good. He won't. This is his quote. He won't be able to do it in the Spanish league. It's too good a league. It's okay for him to play against, uh, him against teams like Everton, Portshampton, and Liverpool City, who all hmm. play slow, boring football. Jesus, my grand could score 50-plus in England. I think he was taking the piss short. <laughs> oh, I did read that, and I didn't know whether to go, oh, did you read? God. Did you read the replies? He, he, if he was taking the piss, he was really he was sticking by the piss because he was 100% by it. Re- no, I haven't. Oh, so I, I don't have any replies, but he was 100% stuck by that. And also Stuart Mackey, who actually uh, who says something valid and then says something nice and funny. Spurs would uh, have a, ch- a huge chunk of their stadium paid off if they punch 
hunted him off. It would also be funny to watch Harry Kane try to speak Spanish. Hundred yeah. uh, percent. Could you imagine? imagine? Oh God, that would be funny. That'd be his biggest fear. Um, sticking on the Arsenal theme today. Um, yes. Someone wrote on Twitter. Things Twitter or you know one of those social media outlets. Um, <laughs> one of those. One if of those. Arsenal sign Malcolm and Aubameyang, then it's done. Burnley have no chance of finishing six. <laughs> Burnley for top six is still the thing. Um, yeah, it's, it is one of those situations for poor old Arsenal that they are. They're kind of stuck in a bit of a rock and a hard place where it doesn't matter who they sign, people are still going to give them shit, and uh, they're, they're, it's too late for them to really. Do you think they've got any chance at top four? Just quickly. Only five points from it. Five it's points, a- yeah. So they, they they have, obviously, I think. Um, until we, you hit about eight or nine points, you're never really out of it. Yeah. And my last one is uh, coming from at Oxley area. Uh, Spurs dropping points, huge opportunity for Liverpool to make a gap bigger with further protect our top four place. We're playing the 20th team in the league. Van Dijk is back. We're on a great form after beating the best team in the league. 1-0 Swansea. <laughs> just, it sums it up, doesn't it? It's just a Liverpool thing to do. It is, unfortunately. Do you have any more us. for me, Mickey? No, I don't this week. It's uh, been pretty quiet. Mate, what have you been front. doing? I thought you might be able to take over. Hey, the you went to Camp Granada. I went to Camp Granada. I had a reason. I went to Camp Granada. Uh, so, of course, we've talked about a few of the signings already. Uh, I want to go across to France, Mickey. Uh, some abs- what a game. Yeah, what a game between P- PSG and Lyon. A 90-minute absolute cracker from Memphis to Pi. does tie in a bit with the Premier League, of course, coming from Manchester United. Uh, what is, do you think Depay, when he went over there, do you think he's uh, kind of going with a big chip on his shoulder going, you know what, I need to, I need to prove that getting rid of me was a bad decision? Um, I don't think his chipping on your shoulder is the greatest thing to say because I think when you go over a chipping shoulder, yeah, you're kind of like down. Yeah, okay. So I'll just sort of point that out. <laughs> <laughs> Facebook's fine as we can get it. Okay, continue. But yeah, he, he did have a point to prove, kind of like Mkhitaryan and going to Arsenal, really. Yep. Um scored an absolute worldie against uh, PSG and uh, they don't taste defeat too often in the French League PSG so you know what a performance from Lyon the free kick to, to set, put Lyon in front was an absolute belter yep. um, caught the keeper off guard I don't know who's the number one keeper there at the moment Kieran Trapp maybe I think his name uh, yeah, Trap is, I think, the keeper. Is he still number one there, but I think he would be. Yeah, I'd have to. I don't, I can quickly look that up while you keep talking, Mickey. But uh... um, but this was a game that pretty much had it all. PSG's goal was, you know, an absolute belter again by uh, Cruaza. Yep. Um, great ball in, great finish. great ball in, great ball. Yeah, great finish. Um, I was just really nervous about pronouncing his name. <laughs> you've, done, um, you've done okay. So I've done it right. Yeah. But yeah, at the end of the day, Leon coming out winners. Um, Depay's goal was just a goal of confidence. It seemed like he, he's got it in himself again. He, do you think he's might maybe found his feet over there? Oh, yeah, I think he went over with a chip on his shoulder, Mickey. And uh, <laughs> uh, Ariel is the one in goal at the moment for uh, yeah. So for, I, didn't uh, PSG, was, right? I didn't think he was. I didn't think he was. Yeah, absolutely beautiful strike. Keeper did not move. They're the best kind of strikes, aren't they? The when yep. they just kind of watch him sail past him. Uh, it's always good to see PSG lose, just because and nothing against PSG, but they just win so much. It's just kind of like it's good to see something different come up. And um, Oh, it's just fantastic. I, I just three fantastic goals, a great game. Uh, had the internet talking, which rarely they do talk about the French, French league with any yeah, sort definitely. of like you know vigor. It's always just kind of like ah oh, PSG winning the league, who cares? And uh, you know right now they're eight points ahead. They've lost two yeah. games now for the season. Um, Leon are kind of pushing pushing along right now. And well, it's probably closer than this league, isn't it? 
Well, when if you, you think about yeah, it, yeah, it is. And, and the only problem is with the uh, the French league is at the moment it's you know they've got Marseille and Monaco in third and fourth, and there's twelve gap, twelve points between fourth and fifth. So there's no real chance of anyone catching or getting even close. And that's where that's where the French league kind of drops off usually after that top four. Yeah, but in saying that, you know, the Premier League was like that for a very very long. time. Of course, time, so. yeah, and uh, but it's just it's such a big gap already after twenty two. Uh, games. Uh, it's unfortunate, but that's what happens. Real Madrid, but Nate, good uh, <laughs> Nathan, wrong show, Mickey. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Uh, You're the, on fire today. <laughs> uh, Real Madrid are in a real goddamn form slump right now. Uh, they're they're sitting. They're not very sitting pretty at all. Uh, Ronaldo's having a pretty average season. Uh, what do you think that all comes down to? Where do you think this are uh, like their chances of Champions League is kind of dwindling? Uh, I don't think it's dwindling. They're, they're on 35 points. They're one point ahead of fifth Villarreal, but they do have a game in hand. So but, and they are 19 points off Barcelona. They, uh, and, so they, 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 they are a long They won 7 1 on the weekend to Deportar. Who Real Madrid did. Mm. Well, that's okay when you're 19, uh, when you're 19 scores, points there. Boy, Bale scores 2. Ronaldo yes. scores two. It takes a selfie because he's got a blood head. What do you think of that? Uh, yeah, well, Only Ronaldo can do that. It's, really. it's uh, such a Ronaldo thing to do, isn't it? Well, anyone else does it and like the internet goes, oh, what an idiot. But Ronaldo does it and it just sends everybody into pandemonium, doesn't it? It just kind of, the world has to just like bow at it. Like has to, everyone has to comment on it. And it just, it shows what kind of influence that he does have on the footballing world. Everybody's always trying to bring somebody like Ronaldo down who is, you know, still regardless, even though he's had a pretty average season, He's still one of the best players in the world. Uh, yep. I don't know where yep. you uh, where would you rank him at the moment? Would you put him in top ten? What as in right now? Right now, best players in the world. Like still, it he, doesn't have he's to be a current Ballon d'Or holder. Yeah, exactly. You so, know what I mean? So yeah. how he's, he's still got to be pretty much up there. And but people still don't want to recognise him as that, and it's very strange. Like I know a lot of them are Barcelona fans or Barker fans. If you want to, if you want to be derogatory to the Barcelona Barca. fans, or you could call them uh, Barker. That's what they call them uh, on the on the on the interweb, and they also call them Madridites. If you're uh, if you're a <laughs> Madrid, which I like the Madridites a little bit more. Um, <laughs> it's but, a bit more creative. Isn't yeah, it? it's definitely it's got a bit more to it. Um, but yeah, it, I figured it was just unbelievable. And uh, but going sticking with. Uh, Real Madrid. It, it's a long season. They'll find their feet. They're too good of a team not to. Um, they did go back to a, a front three, which was interesting this week, and um, the result did go their way pretty heavily. Is it too late for them to find their feet? But they're not. They're not going to win the league now. They're not going to win the league. But like most years, they either come first or second. Are they how far are they away from second? There, uh, they could still win the Champions League. They could, of course. That's that's where maybe they're going to have to go for. You know, it's it's so funny. We're saying Real Madrid are, are like you know in trouble and they've won mm. won back to back Champions Leagues and they're just absolutely they're still probably one of the best teams in the world. Even yep. though Spurs took them to pound. Don't forget Barcelona were kind of like this a couple of years ago. Anyway, yeah, it? of course. Well, at the start of the season, Barcelona were in crisis. Everyone was saying you know they're not signing anyone. Polino and blah 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 was going on, and it was just gonna, it, everything was going tits up. And now all of a sudden, Coutinho signed there. They've been cruising with like apparently an average team. This is what mm. the, people are saying they're an average team, but Barcelona are still one of, if not the best team in the world. Exactly. And, uh, it, you know, again, it's going to be great. I can't wait for Champions League to come around. It's only two or three weeks away, which is yep. very exciting for me. And, uh, you know, Spurs are going to win it this season. So it's going to be it's just gonna be a great time all around. Uh, Bayern Munich apparently are reporting to uh, place a $100 million bid for Gareth Bale. Uh, what well, it's interesting because... Um the other way around, Real Madrid, um, there's been talks of them of a triple swoop okay. of um, Lewandowski, yep. Ari Kane, yep. and Idan Hazard I, I, to get rid of yep. Ronaldo, yep. Benzema, and Bale. No Imagine that turn. Absolute no chance. That is the most ludicrous. I've heard that more than once, but. That is the most ludicrous. It, does, it sounds. 
crazy, doesn't it? Like, uh, literally we, just like, all right, you guys aren't working anymore. It's it's one of those swaps. It's one of those swaps that like in FIFA. Like Mkhitaryan Sanchez. It, yeah, it's like it's like in FIFA 06 when you like when you did when you played oh, yeah. season. And then, like, oh, yeah, then you open, swap. you know, where you open the sh- um the cheap part, not the cheap part, where you got enough coins and you unlock like unlimited funds. Yeah, exactly. You yeah. Quite <laughs> literally whoever. Like, oh, I'll take him okay. and him and him. Well, okay. Well, well, let's go through those players. Let's uh, I'll start with the Madrid players. What are these players worth? Benzema. 30. 30? Uh, Ronaldo. 50. Ronaldo's worth more than 50. Right now, he's 33 years old. He's Ronaldo. He's a marketing, he's a marketing absolute machine. He, the amount, he, would, he would earn $100 million worth of shirt sales in his first season. Like, yeah, <laughs> but they get him to get the money. Like they, that's, that's great, but <laughs> would he be able to hack in the Premier League again? Do you I, I don't know. He'd have to he, change. He got one boot to the head and took a selfie. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine how many boosts that he's going to get. Richarlison's going to take his head off. Uh, Mane's going to take his head off. Imagine Mane coming through. Yeah. For, uh, and uh, Bale. Say kick. Yeah. And Bale. 50. 50? Oh, maybe 60. He's a bit younger. Okay. That's interesting. And then, uh, okay, we'll go on the other side. Uh, what were they? Lewandowski? 70. Not 100? Mm, nah. I, I think, that, I think honestly think that the, the next um, transfer period that the funds will die down. Like, it will kind of even back out again. Okay. And uh, Hazard? Hazard's probably worth 100. Kane? 200. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let me just say 200 because that's what I've, I've heard rumoured that Real Madrid are going to go for him. Yeah. To uh, get him the next Galactico. But it doesn't... Uh, that's the worst... It's the weirdest thing um, that that doesn't sound too out of... That doesn't... Like, it doesn't sound crazy anymore. Yeah, well, it doesn't. We don't look well, at that. Well, that's the thing too. They, want to, they will want to outdo Barcelona as well. I mean, they will they will want to outdo PSG. Yeah. PSG have set the, set the tone now, haven't they? They've brought Neymar. They've, they've gotten around the FIFA Fair Play to get Mbappe as well. You know, the, like on loan and then £160 million in the next year. So, you know, they've they figured a way around it and they've spent a, a ridiculous amount of money. Um, but, yeah. Anyway. Um... <laughs> Nick, I thought we should, while we're talking about the Spanish League and we're talking about the uh, the French League, I thought we'd quickly touch over just the the league standings in Italy and, and the Bundesliga. Yes, I like this. Um, so in Italy, it's actually quite close. Um, Juventus are on top. No, they're not. Sorry, Napoli Nap- are on Napoli top are on by top. a point. Yeah, I, I'm a massive fan of Napoli. Napoli are one of those teams that like, I, I don't think they're the best team in the world, as uh, Guardiola would say that they're... Guardiola would say uh, Manchester City's never played a better team than Napoli, even though they beat them both games. So it's very strange. I went in the uh, yeah. Champions They've League. They've got some really good players, but if they you, do, you yeah. look at Hamzik, you look at um, Mertens, Dres yep. Mertens, and a couple of other players, Insignia. Yep. Um, Across the park, they're, yeah, they're, they're very, very strong. Of course, yeah, you have to be pretty good to be on top of the uh, on Koulibaly Serie, in the Serie midfield. And uh, well, we got Juventus uh, trailing behind. It seems like a two horse race right now. And uh, Lazio having a good season, but yeah, well, Lazio like, yeah, seen, and, and Inter are making their way. I've seen I've seen Lazio play a game live once. Uh, Mickey just out of just uh, did you? Yeah, when uh, when I was in Europe, oh. uh, we are uh, last minute game. There's only about oh, sixty thousand seat stadium. I think there would have been like fifteen thousand people there. Apparently, it wasn't a very big game to watch. I don't even know who they played, but they won four one. Two red cards. Uh, it was it was absolute mayhem. And they, but the only problem is with the Serie A's, and you realize this. I don't know if this happens in our other leagues, but they don't have like a replay. So like when someone got sent off, they just have the scoreboard on their big Titantron, and they don't have any kind of replay. So we're just going like, why do you get sent off? We have no idea. We can't. We don't have TV or anything like that. So we didn't know what was going on. Really, we just saw red cards just going up left, right, and center. It was really weird. Were <laughs> you close to the ground? Because a lot of their stadiums are distant with there, like it a was running a, track. It was a bit distant. Uh, we just kept on shouting. Uh, what we we just kept on shouting out random chants and uh, just saying like 
uh, the only words that we knew in Italian. So we're just saying bonjour a lot. And just say, <laughs> so we'd score it. Bonjour. It was, it was good. Yeah. Um, got lasso as well, even though wrong league, but it didn't matter to us. But yeah, uh, what, I, what I do realize is Milan are really having a struggle, uh, struggling this season. Uh, down on 31 points. Again, when, remember when uh, Milan was supposed to be an absolute powerhouse this season? You know, they had all these signings. They were looking really strong. And uh, they've just haven't performed, haven't they? No, they haven't. And and the reports now are coming out that they're in a bit of financial trouble again um, with their Chinese owners. I think they're Chinese. <laughs> um, but, they, you know, they went out and spent all this money and a lot of their players have flopped with Binocchi. I think it's Binocchi who went over there. Yep. Um, and, and a couple of others. that They haven't really, you know, lived up to potential in... Benucci. Benucci, that's it, sorry. Benocchi. Benocchi. I like Benocchi. <laughs> I like Isn't that like a pasta? It's a pasta. Yeah. <laughs> I know they're Italian, Mickey, but you can't just go keep calling everyone a pa- form of pasta. I've got him an Australian pasta. <laughs> um, you're right, but Benocchi. Like, uh, what about, what's going on in the Bundesliga then, Mick? Uh, Bundesliga, so I think it's like the pretty stock standard over in Germany at the moment. FC Bayern Munich are flying. <laughs> um, Dortmund are having such a shocking season. They are Champion, a- Champions League, they bombed out big time they were so disappointing um they, I, believe it or not they're one point from second are they really one point <laughs> yeah. that well how quite okay so people who don't know uh the right now we've got, we've got there's 16 us, points ahead yeah just give them give them give us the table points wise who's, who's so by me necker on 47 points yes um second uh by leverkusen 31 yes shulker 31 yep uh rb lisberg they're going to be a uh, keto short soon yep 31, 31. um Brussel Moslemback. Mo- oh, I can't even pronounce it. Are <laughs> <laughs> on thirty-one as well. Yes. So this is fifth. and then it's Brussel Dortmund on thirty. So four teams are on thirty-one, and, and don't forget if they if they were on thirty-one points, they would be second with the, the fifteen gold. Diff- gold if yeah, with the gold difference. That is unbelievable, isn't it? That is, and they've got Frankfurt on seven, thirty points. Uh, thirty as well. points as well, and then it, and you know, down to twenty-seven. It look, it's one of those fees this this season as well. Um, unfortunately, with the. Uh, with the German league, Bayern's just going to win it. It's going to be no problem about it. Uh, they they already know they've won this. Uh, they're only halfway through their season, so you know if that's that's something. Oh, actually, no, it's not. They're a bit over halfway. They only have eighteen teams in their league. So, but it's yeah, it's unfortunate. I wish they had a bit more of a competition. Um, you know, Dortmund. I wish they were kind of as good as what they were five years ago. But well, yeah. they're losing all their players now, really, aren't they? It, it, it makes me wonder why Ruiz hasn't been coming. Coming up in um, a lot of conversations. Yeah, I, th- I feel like a couple of years ago, we had a lot of bit injury prone, bit, of, bit injury prone. But I feel like um, you know the years that he was, you know, clubs were, were looking at him a lot more. He was a lot more likely to stay at Dortmund. But now it just seems to be the right time. Do you think that this um, Aubameyang is looking at like everything that's going around him and going, you know, I maybe I should look. jump ship? But that being said, if you're going to jump ship, why would you go to Arsenal? Like I know I can, I'm not. That's not just taking a dig at Arsenal, yeah, well, but I like they're they're you know in what? a decent position. But well, he was going to go to China, so like you know what I mean. Like for him, I don't think the um, the club stature is the biggest thing because he obviously he wouldn't even so be interested in so he just wants the money. Yeah, I think the only club that was going to ever make him turn and play for that was um, Real Madrid. He made it publicly known that he yes. wanted to go to Madrid, but I don't think that's ever going to be on the cards. It's, now. Always, it's always a death wish when you say when you say who you want to go to, say who was childhood. In a lot of cases, unless you say unless you're a South American, South Americans seem to always be able to get to their destination clubs, which is very strange. But like when a player like Aubameyang comes out, Real Madrid almost look at that as a challenge, just to say, Nah, I don't want him. Yeah. Like you know, it's like and like and Aubameyang realistically, I don't know where, I don't know. If know if he'd be in the top 10 strikers in the world he's right now. He's got a good goal difference. He's, he's kicked 20 gold goals, I think. <laughs> Bundesliga, mate. Bundesliga. Like, that's all. It's still a quality year. Like, it's, it's a very good, it's a good quality year, but, you know. It's Better than French. 
Better than the French, yeah, I'd say that. Yeah, I'd agree with that definitely. But it's I don't know. It's he just seems like a player right now who he wants he wants out. Whether or not Arsenal's the best bet for him with Lacazette up front with him, it's very it's gonna be a very strange combination if they do go up. It's gonna be such a uh, like a polar opposite to last season. But to see, you know, if you have Mkhitaryan, uh, Lacazette, and Aubameyang in the team, and then no Sanchez, no Walcott, because like Walcott last season had a real period of. Uh, absolute bliss where he was unstoppable. And uh, even though he apparently didn't even get an assist in that whole damn period as well. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> it shows how unstoppable he was. But uh, we will move on, Mickey. Uh, yep. st- the uh, last one we'll go to is Sturridge, apparently, Mickey. Uh, you you want to uh, kind of touch on him. Yeah, Sturridge has been the interest of uh, Inter Milan and Sevilla of late. Yep. Um, you know, look, looks like a more possible loan move for game time. Um, inside, I don't think he's probably going the right direction, but Sevilla could be a chance for him. I just don't feel like Sarge is the kind of player to go to Spain. Why Why would you not just sell him? Realistically, he's, he's dead weight now, isn't he? Solanke's going to pass him as your, as your next striker. Like, you know, looks at the future. Oh, I'd still rather Sturridge than Miles. You'd put it, you'd rather Sturridge than... I'd rather Sturridge come on than like Danny Ings and all that kind of stuff. I think I'd think i rather him than Danny Ings for sure. We actually do have a lot of strikers when you yeah, think that, about it. that's what I mean. Like, but we've got you... one striker and then the kind of rest are just kind of like the rabble. Yeah, I, I can understand that. But I, I think you need to put you need to put some more game time in players. A player like Solanke who does have a real bright future, it looks like so far. We're not yeah. 100%. He could be a huge flop. But uh, like Liverpool are a team right now who I don't think needs... I, I think that... Sturridge is just, uh, just dead weight to him. I like he's injured all the time. He has when was it like he doesn't score very often when he does come yeah. on. He's he just doesn't seem he's a great player when he's up and going. Like when he's fully fit and if he was to play a full season, I'd say keep him, start him over like in all honesty, there's nothing uh, everyone said everyone thinks I hate Firmino. I'd say start him over Firmino because I think Sturridge is best is just absolute quality. Like personally. Yeah. And at the start of the season, I think you said the same thing. You might have changed your mind because Firmino's had a quite a good season. But uh it's but right now he's just he's always injured, there's always something wrong with him. Is he worth having the weight? Is he worth the wages? Really? I think people just don't want to see him go to another club and just star. Yeah, that is. There is always that kind of possibility, and that's why you know you see players like Ox and Walcott see, stay around at Arsenal see, for that's so long. A, and the other thing too is like it's, it's, it's like another club where like a club like Newcastle that would absolutely benefit from having him around. Yeah, and. I just don't know why they haven't gone for a loan. You know, Mike Ashley still looks like the deals fall through for Newcastle, yes. which is on more news on that front. You know, obviously, obviously buying players isn't going to be the biggest thing that they're looking for at the moment. So loan is the next best option, and keeping their Premier League status is going to, you know, keep the the value of the club up. Um, but you know, I, I just don't know why they don't look at these these kind of options. I don't know why half these bottom teams don't look at these options. You know, like a Swansea right now. Yeah, yeah, it depends how much money they've got to spend. Um, I don't know how, wages, much, yeah. how much storage is worth at all, at, like you know, in terms of wages or if they want to try and buy him. Like, what do you reckon his value is right now? $20 million? Yeah, $20, yeah. yeah, like you know, like it, it's still a, a good chunk of money. A lot of teams towards the bottom will be able to afford him, especially in January. But uh, his wages as well, maybe seventy k, maybe. Yeah. Like, that'd be that'd be probably a bit generous at the moment. But uh, we will move on, Mickey. Uh, week twenty five um, is you know about eight days away, so we'll get through the predictions here. Yeah. Um, it's exciting stuff as always, Mickey. We've got some massive games actually, so it's good to be we do. able to get through them. Um, we'll start with which way should we start? We start with Swansea Arsenal. Swansea Arsenal. Um, I can't see Arsenal losing this one. Three one. I'll go two nil Arsenal as well. Uh, West Brom Crystal Palace. Or West Ham with Crystal Palace. Sorry. One all. I'm gonna go West Ham will win that three 
nil. Uh, Huddlesfield, Liverpool. Aaron Moy, FC. Liverpool, 3-0. Okay, settle down. Um, <laughs> uh, I'll go 4-1 uh, with Aaron Moy scoring. Um, Chelsea, Bournemouth. Chelsea, 3-1. I'm going to go with a 2-0 win by Chelsea. It's not really two interesting games right now. Everton, Leicester. It's a good game, this one. This one's a good game. Uh, Leicester, 2-1. Everton, 2-1. I'm going to, uh, and I'm going to say Walcott scores his first goal for Everton. Ooh, cool. uh, Newcastle, Burnley. I'm going to go Newcastle, 1-0. I'm going to go a nil or draw for this. these two. There's always one nil or draw. Southampton, Brighton. Nil or draw. Uh, this is a huge game. Uh, you know, it is a huge game. 16th, 18th, um, you know, Brighton with a few bad results could be in the relegation zone by the end of the week. Uh, I'm going to go Southampton win this one, and I'm going to say they win this one 3-1. Uh, Manchester City versus West Brom. Oh, he's a bad game for him. 4-0. Um, I would, I would have said 7-0 about three weeks ago. Right now I'm going to go with a 2-1. 2-1 win. 6-0. Yeah, 6-0, yeah. 2-1 win for Man City. Uh, Stoke Watford. New Stoke 2-1. Manag- new manager probably, or new manager for Watford, of course. So I'm going to go with a 2 all draw, actually. Yeah, new manager for Stoke too, pretty much. Yeah, basically, yes. And last game, probably the only... Maybe absolute the belter. Yeah, an absolute belter. The only only belter of this week, uh, next week at least. Uh, Spurs versus United. Tough game. Real tough game. I can understand why you go either way or a draw. I think one all. One all draw. I'm going to go with a 2-0 win. Spurs, Harry Kane will score one. Uh, and... Okay, Sanchez will score. David Sanchez, which end? No, fucking... No, David Sanchez. <laughs> <laughs> I think he'll score two, but yeah, I agree with you. He, he scored Alexis, last week. He Alexis, he did. Yeah. Uh, what, do you think he will start uh, against Spurs? Yeah, sure. Or do you, or do you think they I think, might? I think they've made him out to be a massive sign. This is the... Un- oh, they're playing at Wembley, aren't they? And they're playing at Wembley. They I wonder might- if he'll even play. Yeah, they might not. I, I, I think, think they, they would like to unveil him at Old Trafford, I reckon. I think they'll have him on the bench. Um, I, I don't know if they'll play him, but I think they'll have him on the bench for the first game just to kind of ease him into it. Have, you know, maybe bring him on the 60 if it's like a super sub because he would be the definition of a super sub if he came on in the 60th minute or 65th minute. Yeah. But uh, it'd be interesting to see. It's going to be a huge game in, in the context of everything right now. You know, Chelsea only three points behind United, so United do need to keep up, especially if they want to uh, challenge City. Who knows? City drops some points and then that game becomes even bigger. Massive. Um, Tottenham, of course, trying to stay in touch with the top four. Liverpool nearly guaranteed a win, but I, I don't want to say that yeah, too loudly. Yeah, we said last week. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to say that too loudly because, uh, you know, this shit can happen with Liverpool. And, uh, of course, they want to stay away from Arsenal. And, so. I, and I won the tips this week as well. You did win the tips this week which makes it oh god that makes it hang on I'm just going to look at my scorecard and also delayed show for next week because of the the games coming up yes because of the games we'll do a Friday show it looks like uh, which which next Friday it's going to be exciting Uh, Spurs would have already will probably be uh Above Liverpool by then, Liverpool lose Ooh, and uh, we'll be one. top four. Be but cool. uh, yeah, any takeaways uh, for the week, Mickey? Uh, I hope you guys draw. So it's I, one point each. Okay. Gives us the best chance. Not, not a takeaway, but yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I thought I, I thought I'd take that away. Yeah, you take that away that you hope we do. Um, I I was a big believer that player swaps never happened, and now I'm, I'm you know put back in my place a little bit because obviously they do. Yeah. Um, I think uh, you know. This is becoming one of the biggest January transfers in a while. Um, yeah. And it's all, you know, it's, I think it's just about to get bigger. And I, I think Arsenal are not as bad as bad off as what everyone thinks at the moment, even on the, the top four chase. 
Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Total 90 Premier League Podcast. If you like what you hear, please subscribe. Mickey Kennedy's going to take us out. Take us out, Mickey. Um, we're also exciting news that we'll have our own Facebook page by the end of the week. So if you guys want to jump on that, feel free. We're making uh, progress, Nick. Yes, uh, discussions will be out. And of course, this is going to be the best season in Premier League because we are going to take you every step of the way through it. 